Did you hear about the Toronto Raptor uh, player? It's one of those names. I'm, you, you could never forget if you knew how to pronounce it. But, like, there's no way I'm going to do that to myself right now. I'm going to cut myself some slack. A Toronto Raptor flew in from Los Angeles. It's not the setup to any kind of joke. Well, except for the fact that he waited for six hours at Pearson International Airport. That's a bit of a joke. Five hours to fly from Los Angeles to Toronto. Six hours to make sure you cleared customs, collected your bag, and, you know, got everything checked out. Six hours. Nightmare flying. I don't know why anybody would get on a plane right now. I guess he had to for work. But the snowbirds are gearing up to fly down south again. And they've been reaching out to our friend Marty Firestone with Travel Secure Insurance. Got a bunch of questions for him. We thought this could be a, a helpful little uh, segment on what you can expect. If you are right now mulling over the idea of heading south again this winter amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. Marty, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So that story about the Toronto Raptor waiting six hours to uh, get through Pearson Airport after arriving from Los Angeles. Are you hearing similar stories about wait times? Give us some perspective on what's going on at the airport. Yeah, no doubt. Welcome to the new world. You know, it used to be you used to say I'm landing at 730. So your family would at 715 say, let's go to the airport. We'll pick them up or we'll wait in line, you know, in that uh, wait in whatever spot. This is the old world. The new world now is you do not pick anybody up until they call you that they're out on the curb with their luggage, which could be hours, hours and hours. I have people that say they sat on the plane for three hours before security allowed them to even get into the main building because of the need to thousands of people just sitting there like in a, a large herd sort of situation. When the pandemic originally uh, hit last year, we talked to you early on during the first wave about snowbirds trying to get back. And then uh, during this second wave about snowbirds not knowing what they're going to do, what what are snowbirds saying right now about the possibility of heading south? Yeah, it's a different year. And I think on the only positive thing I have to say today is if you are fully vaccinated, you haven't been there in over a year down south. Your place is sitting empty. You basically are saying, I'm going this year regardless. So they feel comfortable that they're double vaccinated. They feel that even if they did come down with COVID, it would be a mild flu-like case, wouldn't end up in a hospital ICU on a ventilator. So I would have to say to you that upwards of 90% of snowbirds so far from what I can see are making plans and getting ready to head south. Insurance coverage can get expensive, especially when you're a snowbird. Now with COVID-19, uh, you know, even if you're double vaccinated, what are insurance companies saying to uh, people that are looking to go south? Well, again, I'm full of good news today. So this is another positive. The insurance companies have basically said, if you are double vaccinated, you do no longer need the rider that once had to be attached to the existing policy, which not only cost a lot more money, but it also had a cap on COVID of 100,000, 200,000, 500,000. That's all waived now, as long as you can prove. And funny enough, prove at time of claim, not at time of application, that you had both vaccinations. You will be covered for COVID as if it were any other unexpected medical emergency, up to okay. $10 million. But, you know, hospitals are filled to capacity down there. What are you hearing? Well, that that is still a bit of the problem that I always worried about because it wasn't about COVID. It was about the normal things that go wrong with you when you travel, heart attack, stroke, uh, slip and fall, broken hip. So if those hospitals are indeed filled with COVID patients, and that would probably be non-vaccinated people because they're the ones that hits harder, that's still going to be a problem. 
but you aren't going to end up in that hospital with COVID per se if you're double vaccinated. So that's that one thing out of the way that wasn't out of the way last year. You, uh, another incentive that you mentioned to our uh, producer, Danny, is that um, vaccine tourism is likely to be another issue this year for people heading south. Can you speak to the third dose and uh, how many people are asking you about that? Yeah, it's it's uh, really prevalent in all conversations now where people are saying, and when I'm down there, I'm going to get the third shot. And rightfully so. I mean, there is no even idea from a time perspective of when it could happen up here in Canada for typically, you know, 50 plus. So if they're down there and they can just go to the local pharmacy and get the third booster shot, why not? So it just it's another reason to travel down if you have to look at your order of reasons as to why you're going south this year. If you are traveling down, can, there, there's something that you want people to keep in mind when it comes to uh, trip cancellation or interruption insurance. Yeah, really important. And unfortunately, that's still, there's the negative for the day. That one still won't cover you if the whole world shuts down again and the borders close or our government says get back because we are closing our border. If that's the reason and you put out now $30,000 for a condo rental and that should happen and you bought trip cancellation thinking that will cover my 30000 it will not. It will not cover if the reason for cancellation is COVID related because it is a known cause just like it was in March 2020. So there's some hesitancy now with people not wanting to book large deposits for next summer because what if we have the fifth wave, God forbid, or the sixth wave that's not going to be covered by trip cancellation interruption insurance? You are looking at September 21st. It's an important day to watch. That is when we'll find out if uh, we'll find out a little bit before September 21st. But that's the day that if the U.S. decides to open the border to Canadian travelers, they will the land border. Can you speak to that? Yeah, that's that's huge, because you know what? Many snowbirds drive down. They drive down not only because they don't want to be on an airplane or pay the airfare. They need a car when they're down there. So it just seems like a logical thing to do. If, in fact, they don't reopen the land borders on the 21st and delay it another 30 days, that's going to be very problematic. And people are going to be forced to go on those planes, forced to sit on those planes for three hours when they could have been very safe as a couple sitting in a car and having a leisurely drive down to Florida or Arizona. So that is going to be a key date that we have to be watching out for. Are people still shipping their cars over and taking helicopters across the border? Yeah, that route's still going. I thought it would sort of end and we wouldn't have to face it this year. But if that border is still closed on the 21st, what options do you have? You'll wait till October 21st. But at that point, you know what, the snowbird season's got to begin or not. So we have to watch that real closely. But if you want to get down there, you'll still go that route of helicopter and pick up your car on the other side of the border. Marty, I think when last we spoke about snowbirds, you were saying, you know, just don't go, just hold off. It's not worth it. Are you, Have you changed your tune now? Because it sounds like you're singing a bit of a different song. I am. I honestly think, you know what, without sounding melodramatic here, life is short. Honestly, to miss two years down in your place that you purchased and it's your retirement home, I don't think you can start missing a couple of years in a row. I think that I feel a, a little more positive towards traveling this year. And basically, if you can do it and you do have a place you own or it's not a hotel high rise situation, you should take advantage and go down and enjoy Thank you so much, Marty. Nice talking to you. My pleasure. Thank you.